Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard, your host, along with Tracy Holtzclaw, the man that has uh, got the plan to do what we do right here, buying and selling houses and other types of real estate in the upstate of South Carolina. If you want to get involved in what we do, you can always go to my website, jasondillard.com, to learn how we borrow money um, and how we have opportunities for you to invest money in real estate all the time. We're always looking for more people that want to make more money with their money. We're always buying and selling property. We're always managing stuff. We just had a big meeting this week about cleaning. And, you know, my background is in cleaning. Before I became a real estate investor, I cleaned. You were the head chief janitor. I was the head chief janitor. So I know all about cleaning. So it's very, very much fun to talk about what it costs to clean an apartment. 14 cents a foot. That's what it costs. Yeah, that's the going rate. Now, I could clean it and make a lot of money at 14 cents a foot because I'm pretty fast to clean one. One. Then what about the next? And the next I slow the down next. on the second one. Yeah. The third one would take me a little longer. Yeah. So your, <clears throat> excuse me, your dollar per hour earnings start going down. Right. So next, when you, you know, start first thing in the morning, you're all full of energy and got a lot of pep in your step. I would enjoy myself more if I was actually trying to do a transaction, talking to a seller, talking to a potential lender. But instead, we had this huge meeting about cleaning. Well, that's, we were, my old, that's my old school job. That's what I used to do. I don't want to do that no more. Can you just handle it? Well, we were, no. Cause you, you, well, I tried. We were, you, you have to analyze what you're spending in the way you're currently doing it and seeing if there's a better way, a better, cheaper way. And after that big, long meeting, it sounds like it's probably what we're doing is probably just fine. What are we doing? We're paying an outside contractor. That, oh. that has a bigger crew. You know, the whole conversation was about, do you have an employee, you know, that's on your payroll that clocks in and out every day, all day, or do you just use an outside contractor that might have a team? So sometimes we're having units go vacant and the maintenance crew gets them ready and there's multiples and a single employee might take them, you know, days to get to all of those, which in and of itself, isn't that big a deal. But if you got a tenant base that's waiting and you need to get them ready today instead of three days from now, well, that's at least two whole days you can have people signing leases and giving you security deposits and moving in. It's just like waiting tables. Yeah, this this one customer can just sit here for three days and I you know, after I've already made my money. But if they I mean, get up and leave and I can, and the bus staff can clean the table and I get a new table, I can I can, I can make more money. The quicker you get the person to leave and the table with another family sitting at that same table, the faster you can serve them and get them to leave, the more faster you can make more money. Yeah. So sounds real good. In theory. A, good a good restaurant can turn over their tables pretty quickly between families that are eating at the table in a good property management company. Their vacancy time that the properties are vacant are small. You want them to be as small as possible because you're losing money for a vacant unit to sit there. Yeah, nobody living there, not paying, doesn't make any money. Yeah, and our average rents right now it's about twenty five dollars per day. So every day that it's not sitting, that it's sitting empty, we're losing about twenty five dollars, and that doesn't include the holding cost. That doesn't include our utility bill that's in our name because it's vacant. It doesn't include the um, cleaning bill that we were talking about before. That's just what we're losing in potential rents. Right. $25 a day. I'd rather somebody else be paying the power bill living in it than me paying the power bill keeping the air cold for nobody. And you know what happens when the cleaners come in? They turn the air up. 
or down, depending on if they want to be warm or cold, depending on if it's summer or winter. Yeah. And you got to pay for that on a vacant property. But an occupied property, the family that's living in the unit, they're paying the power bill. Yes, their comfort level. Yeah. Not the cleaners. They're paying the water bill. They're paying for stuff. Their rent is covering the taxes and the insurance. And there's a profit to be made. Yeah, when it's vacant, we're covering our own taxes and insurance. Yeah, I don't like vacant. Mm Mm-mm. Vacant's not good. I like vacant when I'm buying. Vacant's like having a bunch of cheeseburgers ready up in the window and no customers to buy them. And then you have to throw them in the trash. Yeah, they're not making any money. You actually have already spent the money to make them. Yeah. It costs the same to own what we own, whether we have a tenant living there or not. I mean, think about it. Yeah, the profit's in the paying tenant. Yeah. So if we can get them turned quicker, you know, you do it, you get a unit turned. You know what that means make it ready for another tenant to move in faster then you can make more money quicker. The more money you make quicker, the more money you make. Yeah. You know, you knew that. <laughs> yeah. And that's in any type of business. So it's, and it, that, yeah. that, that relates to our lenders. Yeah. This isn't, I mean, this isn't, uh, unique to our business. It's no. any and all businesses. If you've got cash in the bank right now and you're making zero a month on it, and you lend it to us, like we have a need for a hundred grand. You can make we can 8%. pay you a lot more than zero. Yeah, eight percent is eight thousand a year. So you can do the math, divide that by three sixty five, whatever that is per day. Is that eight times more than zero? No, it ain't eight times more than zero. Because <laughs> anything times zero is still zero. That's right. Yeah, but so if you get it <laughs> lent faster, the sooner you get it lent out, the sooner you're making a profit with your money. The sooner your money's making money for itself, the better. So our goal in our business is I, I was I met with a guy yesterday. You were with me. That had the that had the space thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Hey. How? How? And you know, I said, We're Cupid. We are Cupid. We match up sellers and their houses that we're buying with lenders and money that we're borrowing. Yeah. Amounts that they've committed to. Right. So we're matching up. We're Cupid. We're playing Cupid with investors that lend us money and with sellers that want to sell us property. So if we can match those up quickly, then we can make more money. And the investor that's lending the money can make more money quicker. And the seller can get their property sold faster. The sooner you sell something that's for sale, the more money you make. Same same concept, only only different. In, yeah. re- in reverse, same concept in reverse, kind of. Well, you make, you make more if you're... Yeah, you make more, simply put. I mean, yeah, because, because you're paying less in interest to this lender we're talking about borrowing the money from. We're paying less for the utility bill every day that goes by. We're paying less to keep the grass cut. We're paying less when we give a tax credit. Uh, our, our portion of the prorated tax is to our buyer. We're paying less, something I'm missing. I'm sure well, there's something. And the same thing when we buy something from somebody. The sooner we can buy, the more money that seller will make because – Right now, if you own a if you own a property today, today you own it. Well, it costs you money to own that property. You've got taxes, you've got insurance, you've got utility bills. You're probably paying to to keep the grass cut. Um, you've got to keep the property clean. You got a there's risk that something could go wrong with the property between now and when it closes. Right. You may not be writing a check every day, but every day that goes by, you're re- realizing yeah, I, less money. I made an offer yesterday on a commercial building. And I'm, when we were talking to the owner, it was costing him about eight grand a year to own the property. Now that wasn't his debt service. That was what 
his taxes and insurance are per year, eight grand a year. So he, and it'd been sitting empty for three years. So he's invested eight grand of his own money to continue to own this property for three years. That's 27 grand. I know he could sell us the property and he wouldn't have to spend that eight grand. And the sooner we close, if he sells it six months quicker than, than he would have, he'll, he'll make four grand more. See how quick I did that math? Yeah, because it was half the yeah, year. Half, half the year, half, half the eight, four, you know, if we can buy it. You got some mad math skills, don't you? Buy it three months faster than he, than he would have. It's two grand more he gets to keep. What about, his, what about 37 days? I don't know. I don't know about three or seven days. But if you want to sell a house fast, all you got to do is give me a call at 864-444-7650 if you want to get involved in what we do and learn how we borrow money from investors that lend on first mortgages against real estate at low loan to values, go to my website, jasondillard.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. Coming up on the first break of the program, now is a great time to go to that website, jasondillard.com. We have a need right now for 100 grand at 8% on houses that are selling for 160. So it's a really safe place to put your money. Again, call me at 864-444-7650 to learn more about what we do. After this break, we're going to talk more about specific opportunities for your money. What would you do with your money if you had money, Tracy? We're going to talk about that. He's going to answer that question when we return. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions Solutions in Real Estate. I couldn't say. I don't know what happened. My tongue got twisted or something. That happens to us sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I'm Jason Dillard, and I buy houses. If you want to sell a house fast, my phone number is 864-444-7650. Um, Tracy Holesclaw is here, and he's my partner. We've been working together now for right at 10 years, 10 of them. Our anniversary's uh very near, 10-year anniversary. I'm not getting you anything just like I didn't get you anything last year. Yeah, 10 years. And some of them were really good. Two or three <laughs> were really good years out of those 10. 10 years full-time, I, I, I was just thinking about this earlier, you know, I left a career and a job I had that I really did like a lot on April the 20th and on. But that wasn't when you actually started with me. No, that was the follow. That was a Friday and the following Monday was when I worked for you full-time. I was already working for you almost full-time, but working two jobs. I don't need this. My man got two jobs, but left that job, had the courage and the belief in the real estate business in general that I could make it, could make it. And we did, you know, the recession was rough, but we hung in there and Lord provided like he always does. And here we are. Yeah. So yeah, 10 good. years. It's been good. Sure has. We're you, pleased to we were all, we're buying and selling. We're doing transactions. We have more and more employees. It feels like, I mean, every time I walk in the office, I feel like I'm in somebody's way now. Yep. I mean, I just got, can I just not go in? I can I show you how to do that. Uh, then I won't be in the way. Cause, you <laughs> it's know, real easy. Let me show you how. Yeah. Just let, <laughs> let them handle it. You know, that is your motto. I know the just, just handle it award. Yeah. I want to give everybody the just handle it award. Yeah. Don't call me and ask me just handle it. Yeah. I don't need to know. Yeah. So one of the things that I just handle is buying more real estate and borrowing more money. So I focus on those things and we, sometimes we talk about our buckets of time. And how big of a bucket of time you put into something is what's going to focus you into getting to your goals. So my two big buckets of time 
I spend finding opportunities to buy property and finding investors that really are lenders to lend us money. So those are my two big buckets of time. And this conversation we had that should have been a thimble of time about cleaning, I should have shrunk that to a smaller thimble, like just a tiny thimble. And, you know, insurance is a little bitty thimble and it wasn't really you know, getting our taxes and, you know, we had to get our taxes. I mean, you're making it out like it was like a 12 a day conference tiny or something thimble of, of taxes, a little tiny thimble of dealing with employees. It was so like a whole all hour, these, all these little things that a business owner has to do. But if I spend my big bucket of time on finding opportunities to buy property and finding investors that will lend us money to buy property, we can keep our business moving forward and we can make up for the mistakes that I make because every, if anybody tells you that they're not making mistakes, they're not doing anything. We're always messing up. So, but if we can do enough things, correct, it makes up for the mess ups. Yeah. And, and mess ups can be just something super duper simple. It was just a simple oversight. Didn't cost anything or didn't cost much. Didn't cost much money. Didn't cost much time. But it, if you had done it differently, it wouldn't have cost you that time or money. Right. So and, we're, and you may never do it again, or you may, it may be a repeatable mistake, but you, you minimize those, whatever that thing is. So we spend money and time and effort trying to find motivated sellers that would help them. If we bought their property, we're, we're not trying to take advantage of sellers. We want the seller that needs to sell that needs the cash for another purpose. Maybe they can't afford to fix the house up. Maybe they're going through a divorce. We talk about debt. We talk about um, death and how sometimes you inherit a property and it's easier for you to just sell it and not have to deal with the memories of getting it fixed up and sold for more. Um, so we focus on that and we spend money on that. And the other thing we focus on is borrowing money from people. And before the break, I was, I promised to ask Tracy, if you had some cash, why would you lend it to me? Why would you lend me cash? Well, because if I want to make money with my money, I have, I mean, I have a lot of options, you know, I can invest in stocks, I can invest in a business and I can run it or I can hire employees. Um, you know, I can be active. Um, I can buy cars or gold bars or just whatever, you know, but when you're lending money to somebody like us, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of benefits. So, the, you know, the biggest benefit is we believe we're offering a very competitive rate of return on that money for the amount of work the person has to do, which in truth is about zero on their part. I mean, it's, they have to do something, but it's super duper minimal. So if just use cash, for example, if somebody wants to lend us a hundred thousand dollars, we're not going to borrow a hundred on a house worth a hundred. We're going to borrow a hundred on a house worth 130, 40, 50, you know, or more. So, not only do they have a safety net that if we're wrong, there's a big enough cushion that if we end up selling the property for less, we never have to ask our lender to reduce what we owe them. We wouldn't, I mean, that's not right to them. It's not fair to them. You know, we, we sign a note and a mortgage that says we're going to pay X and that's what we do. Okay. So one of the reasons that you might lend me money is it's safe. So it's safe because you've got collateral that's worth considerably more than you loaned. You've got a, a borrower that's got a track record, you know, proven that they perform. And we got tons of references. And um, 
the other thing you mentioned that I missed a minute you have ago, a fixed a fixed return is is you're making a good return. You probably so zoned out because I wasn't saying it fast enough. You you make a good return. Yeah, so we're offering eight percent right now on a hundred grand. Um, a, a secured against houses worth one fifty or sixty. So, and I've said this before. You know, uh, we're not. You know, we joke about the stock market from time to time, and you know, you and I don't invest in the stock market. I don't have any money in it. I mean, I know what it is. I know it works. You know, you look at ten year averages and it makes X. But the older we both get, and most of the folks that lend us money are definitely our age or older. And, you know, you just get to a point in life where, well, yeah, I might be able to make, you know, 15% one year and 0% the next year. And I might lose a different year, but over time I'm making X. Well, we offer a fixed return, whether it be on a flip and it's 8% or if it's a rental and it's 6 and you're receiving payments, it's going to be the same year after year after year after year. Okay, and so you don't it's have the, to wonder. So it's safe, it's a good return mm-hmm. and proven borrower. And it's some and another benefit is it's consistent. Yeah. Okay, so you don't have to worry about the market going up and down and your return going up and down. You don't have to worry about if you actually own the real estate you know, you know, all tenants pay till they don't, right? Yeah. If you own the real estate, you will realize a greater return over time. But it's just like the stock market. If you think about it, I can make good money in the stock market by putting it in there and doing what, let it do what it do. And it goes up and down. Jimmy Jacks goes sideways up, you know, whatever. Uh, I can own the real estate and I can self-manage it or I can hire a manager to manage it. And my return is going to go up and down. I'm going to make a whole lot of money one year. You know, you talk to landlords, go, oh, this tenant pays great all the time. They're never late. They always pay. They don't call to fix anything. Well, we have those stories too, and that's true, but it's not true of all of them. Some months they don't pay because they just don't pay because they don't want to. Some don't pay because the lease ended and they move on somewhere else. Some job changed, whatever. So the income of owning the rental property is up and down, you know, because there's repairs that you can sort of plan for. It's not set in stone, but when you lend the money, you're going to make a lesser return than owning it, but it's going to be constant and fixed provided, you know, your borrower performs like they say they will. And and it's the same all the time. And it's just like it month after month after month. So if you just tuned in, I'm Jason Dillard, Tracy Holsclaws here. We borrow money against real estate right here in the upstate from you and or your retirement accounts. And we pay a fixed return. We always borrow less than what the property's worth. That makes it safe. Oh, and what we forgot to say is we don't take your money in our door front, storefront door, whatever you want to call it. We don't take your money and Joe's money and Martha's money across town and some guy out in Oklahoma that just sent us a check and, and go buy a house. So not only does the equity in the property make it safe for you, because we don't have a securities license and we're not like a bank, we're a borrower from one individual on that one property. So the only person lending the money is you or you and your IRA. You know, if it's in, if it's under your control and your name, you know, so we do have examples where somebody has a hundred grand, but they only have 50 in the IRA. I almost said that other IRA word gets you all worked up 50 in the IRA and 50 in personal funds. Yeah. That, that we will do. By not pooling money, which we couldn't do if we wanted to, it makes it safe for you. The equity in the property makes it safe for you. Okay, so it's safe. 
it's a good return and it's fixed. And the other thing that you mentioned that, that we haven't mentioned yet is it, you can be hands-on. So if you invest money in something and we, we're not picking on the stock market, but you right. put money in a stock, who knows what the CEO is going to do with your money in their, in their company. Yeah. I mean, you, they, you know, you buy stock in Coca-Cola. Well, you know, they're making Cokes and they're selling Cokes. I mean, that's a general big picture knowledge of it. Right. But if you lend us money, we want you to see the property. That's your collateral. You can go smell it. The real stinky, nasty ones that we buy and get really good deals on. You can go smell the nasty yeah, smell we, if you want to. We want to. you to see what's keeping you safe. We want you to approve it. I want that loan to be approved by the lender or the account holder of the lender, which is the IRA, so that you know that that's, that house right there is protecting your investment. That house that's worth $150,000, i am only investing 100000 And that house, that $150,000 house, is keeping my 100000 safe. And I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah, and we tell all our lenders, and this is a, just our, our general thought, if I, as a lender, lend this borrower the money and they default... If I don't get a better deal by their default, I probably shouldn't do the loan. So whereas in the typical lending world of a bank, pulling somebody's credit and their history of payment, you know, they're lending based off an appraisal, the market value of the property minus maybe some kind of down payment. That's the the worth of the borrower. But us, it's the worth of the property. So even if something goes wrong with us, Lord forbid, and the, the lender got ownership of that property and they don't do better. Then they didn't really make a good loan. That's so, right. um, the benefits to lending us money is you're going to get a good return. It's safe. It's repeatable. Your return is fixed. Plus you get to approve every single loan by going and looking at the property. So if you're interested in learning more about how you can invest money right here in the upstate and make more money with your money, go to jasondiller.com. Or you can call me at 864-444-7650. That's 864-444-7650. We mentioned a minute ago how you can use your IRAs. And I said something like account holder. What does account holder mean? Well, we're going to explain that when we return. So don't go anywhere. If you want to use your IRAs to make money with money inside real estate, right here in the upstate, that's what we're going to discuss when we return. So do not leave. We'll be right back. If you're behind on payments and need a little cash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need to sell fast. Call 444-7650. Call 444-7650. If you're tired of tenants, toilets, and trash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need a little cash. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to sell your house quickly, give me a call, 864-444-7650. Um, we were talking about how we borrow money and we use retirement accounts to, um, we actually borrow money from investors' retirement accounts against real estate. And I was thinking during the break that, you know, it's less risky if you're borrowing money or lending money against a house that's worth 150 if you only lend 100 That's safer for them. And it, I was thinking about it the other day. I was telling Tracy, I'm driving down the road, and there's these kids jumping on this trampoline in the neighborhood. 
And I'm and as I'm driving by, I'm looking and I realize that they're in this enclosed thing. It's like a an open tent, basically. They can't fall off. And they're wearing helmets. So I don't know. I, if you know what I would do when I was little if I had a helmet on? I would be slamming my head into other people's heads just to see what it was like. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, when we were growing up, we would slide the trampoline over close to the roof of the house, climb on the roof, jump off trampoline, jump off onto the trampoline, bounce into the swimming pool. I mean, we didn't have, I mean, I remember a many times where I would slip down and straddle the springs on the trampoline. Yeah. And it didn't feel good. And you just got up and kept doing it no, anyway. I just, I just, it made me more careful to jump more in the middle from then on. Yeah, because, you know, when you're I mean, you get eight, pinched. nine, ten years old, you're bulletproof. I mean, if you get you know. pinched in the wrong place a couple of times, you will stay in the middle of the trampoline. And all these kids nowadays, I guess they can jump wherever they can. They can just jump, try to jump off and bounces them right back in. I won't be surprised if before long those nets, they'll they'll start to line them with bubble wrap. My bubble wrap? I just what popped in my head because it's, it's real cushiony and protective. Again, and, and I would soft. be slamming my head into the bubble wrap with the helmet on, <laughs> bopping the bubble wrap bubbles. Yeah, it's you know whose fault it is. Mm-mm. It's the parents. Parenting today. Oh, don't get me started. Well, what, you're you're almost done. What parent in their right mind would want to protect their kid that much? <laughs> I know I won't get a lot of grief for this. Yeah, I mean, I mean come I on, let them have some fun. Let them get hurt. What's something? So what's big deal if they break your arm? I mean, go to the emergency room. Let me tell you something. When I was when I was a kid, we <laughs> we lived in these apartments, right? And it was what do you call them? The flats. You got two up and two down, and you got the stairwell. Well, we had this ringleader kid of all of us. He was a year or two older than us, and he always kept us in in some kind of mischief. And so he found a mattress, a, a real plasticky, you know, twin size or something, small mattress. So we put it up the top of the stairs, and he had enough sense to say only two at a time and, and, oh, and take your shoes off too. I don't know what that was about. So we'd just slide down the stairs on the mattress. Why would you take your shoes off? I don't have any idea why. If I run into him, I'll ask him, but slide well, who, down. What was his name? Vince, Vincent. <clears throat> I can't remember his last name now. Do you, do you still see him? From no, time I have not. No, I have no clue. That was when I was seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 14 years old. And hadn't seen him again. So since. he'd be in his fifties by now. He'd be, yeah, a couple years older than me, maybe. So anyway, we slide down the stairs, right? Do you think he's still sliding downstairs and stuff? Probably now? not. He's probably wised up like me. So slide down the stairs, a lot of fun. I was twelve or thirteen years old, maybe. 11. Maybe he goes to Carowinds and rides like the 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 Fury with his shoes off for some he reason. He probably rides the Scooby Doo now. So we slide down the stairs. Okay, so two at a time. I don't know why that was his rule, but probably because it was safer. Maybe that was the one safe thing we're gonna do. Well. I was too antsy and couldn't wait. So the two guys started wanting to go down, and I jumped on the, the mattress once it went down the first step and rolled over them and, and ahead of them, and then they ran over me. So, you know, I got caught in the tread of the stair. They'd come running just right over me and broke my wrist. So I get up, shake it off. It's hurting. You know, you can't cry in front of all your buddies. So I pick up my shoes, and I walk home apartment complex you know so i get home mama's not home mama's doing laundry you know we you know we i couldn't call her we didn't have cell phones i could have walked to the laundromat and I said, ah, she'll be home in a little bit so i laid there on the couch crying in the silence no friends to make fun of me and mama gets home and we go to the emergency room did you learn yeah i learned don't ever do that again <laughs> <laughs> 
But I still jump on a trampoline with no helmet, no. You never told me that story before. Yeah, I, st- I got stories. We've been together ten years. I know man. ten years, man. You told me that one. I know it's a different one. But I'll I jump on a trampoline. It. I'd probably jump on a trampoline right now with no helmet, no net, none of them little cushy things on the springs. I, I would stay in the middle though. Yeah, I get a little scared. I get a little scared way out there at the edge of my bounce off and land on the ground. <laughs> my goodness. Well, anyway, before. We started talking about trampolines. We we're talking about how you can use your retirement accounts to actually invest in real estate right here in the upstate. And we mentioned the word account holder. Why did I say account holder, Tracy? What? what who is not Who is a? Who, who is, is an account holder? Who is an account holder? Who is an account holder? Well, the account holder is the person that holds worked, the account. Right, holds the account. That's right. They worked and contributed to the IRA, whether it be a traditional or Roth or an HSA or a SEP or 401k they contributed to it they may have had a job where the employer matched it so they own that account that's for their retirement when the when the time comes 59 and a half is is the general rule for all of them right well 59 and a half is when you can take the money when out of you a can Roth. take so your your goal you as have an to adult wait. you can take your money out anytime when you're in a traditional after you're a certain age, and I can't remember the exact age, but then you have to pay the tax. Yeah. So anyway, the account holder, the you know, by design, the account is for your retirement. So whenever retirement comes and you hold that account, it's yours. You direct it. You direct it if it's uh if you're still an employee at a company and it's in a plan administrator, it's still self directed in a way. Because most of them give you the ability to pick the types of investments you want to be in. Okay. So anyway, fast forward, it's retirement age or it's before retirement age and you you leave that job. That account is still yours. That's still your money that you contributed to the account for your retirement. So what we teach people and suggest people, if they want to get involved in what we're doing and lend money to us is they open a self-directed account and there are numerous custodians and American IRA is who we do a lot of business with, and they're local relatively. They're in Asheville and Charlotte. So, But you pick the account, you open it up, and now the account is open with the money in it, and you have to direct it to do something because one of these custodians, what these custodians don't do is make the investment decisions for you. So now the money is in the account, and you can choose to lend it to somebody like us. Okay, so I can use the money that's in my retirement account, move it to a different administrator, uh-huh. and then tell it to lend, tell that money to be lent to us. Yes. Then your retirement account gets the first mortgage on a piece of real estate. Correct. Gets the 8% return. Yes. Gets the collateral of the real estate that's worth way more than what you're investing or lending. And the money that you're making in your IRA stays in your IRA. That's right. You the, can't take it out without a penalty or a tax, depending on your age. Right. The IRA made the investment, not you. You just had to tell it to. So the IRA makes the investment. It it gets a payment every month if it's a rental. Uh, it lends us money on a flip, and it, it goes out. And we fix the house up, and it sells, and it gets paid back. And then it's repeatable, like you said earlier, so we just do it over and over. And then... So you everything's know, the same except, except on, the, different. on the mortgage it says Tracy Holtzclaw IRA instead of just Tracy Holtzclaw. Yeah, correct. So you can you can lend money from your personal funds and 
you get named as the lender on the recorded mortgage. Uh, you, you may create a business to lend the money because you might not want your name you know, on a public record that you're lending somebody money. That's completely up to you. So um, if it's the IRA, like you said, it's, it's the IRA custodian for benefit of your name and the type of account. And then now the investment's made. So if and, somebody and wants to learn more about how to use self-directed retirement accounts, what would they do? Well, they can call us. They can call your number, 444-7650. Uh, they can press the prompts and get me if they want. I'll be happy to talk to them. They can get you. Um, we can set up a meeting. They can come to our office, and we'll talk to them. We'll show them uh, the different ways they can lend us money, and then we'll give them a suggestion of the custodians we use. But at the end of the day, it's your money. You choose the custodian that you want based off whatever. And is it a whole lot of work for the account holder to invest in real estate? No, not really. I mean, there's there's a there's a, a document that most of the custodians use called a promissory note investment letter. So you're telling the custodian that you're investing into a promissory note, and it's a two or three page document. You fill out the particulars about your borrower and the property and who the closing attorney is. And, and would you help somebody with that if they didn't want to? know how to do it or would you show somebody how to do that by all means we do it all the time okay. we have some on our staff that helps with that paperwork and then so the attorney prepares the paperwork the custodian reviews it they send it to you for approval you'll prove it it's a point and a click pretty much and the money gets wired from the custodian to an attorney yeah. because we always have a closing with an attorney when we borrow money or pay you back so if you're interested in learning more about that give me a call at 864-444-7650 or go to my website jasondillard.com that's j-a-s-o-n D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. Um, coming up on another break right now. That'll be a great time to go to the website, jasondiller.com. Just put it, go to go there on your phone. Click around. See what's on there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard, and I buy houses. I'm a real estate broker here in the upstate, but I don't put people in my pickup truck, drive them around, and show them houses. I am the principal in the transactions I'm involved in, and I need more property. We're running short. We're running short, man. You know, we need more houses because the market's so good right now. It's phenomenal. Um, You may be able to get more for your house than you even thought you could, so give me an opportunity to buy it from you. Give me a call at 864 444-7650. We're always looking for any type of property. We're buyers of apartments. We're buyers of land. We're buyers of um, warehouses. Um, We do do houses where we buy them, fix them up, and sell them. We buy houses and keep them as rental properties. We manage rental properties. If you're interested in letting us manage your rental property, you're tired of dealing with the um, tenants, toilets, and trash, and you want us to just take care of it for you. We only charge 50 bucks a month for full service property management. So if you're interested in letting us manage your property for you in the same way that we manage properties for ourselves, again, call me at 864-444-7650. We've been talking today about how we always are looking for more investors that lend us money, and we're always looking for sellers and how I focus on sellers and I focus on lenders. And one of the other things that um, I focused on recently was my roof. Did I tell you I got a new roof? The hailstorm got my roof. 
at least three times. Yeah, it got it. And then I had to file a claim and Allstate guy came out and got, gave me the money. So I got the roofer to come out and did the roof. So I got my new roof put on. They cleaned up. They, I mean, I couldn't believe how well they cleaned up. They went, they had this magnet. Did they bend your grass any? Your they, grass they, nurse grass? They, they bent my grass nurse grass. I mean, you, I mean, what do you do? It's hard to, you know, you got a 12 pound bunch of shingles you just took off. It's kind of hard to get them down in the trailer without getting a little bit on the grass. But I, did I tell you about the magnet they had? No. Uh-uh. They had this magnet on wheels, and they roll the magnet around in your grass and then around your bushes and everything. And they're picking up all the nails that fell off when they were tearing the old shingles off and all the nails they happen to drop, if they drop any, which they use a gun now. They don't, it's hard to drop the nails. Nah, there's still going to be some. Some of the old nails came out from the old shingles. Well, that's what I just they said. they scrape it. Oh, you did? Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah well, you weren't listening? Not please, fully, completely. Please try to pay attention. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, you know what I was thinking about, though? You're talking about a magnet and it had wheels on it? Is when I was at the trucking company, we had a guy that worked in the shop that had a, uh, a little attachment that hooked behind a forklift. And part of his daily responsibility, his job, was to just drive around the yard. Now, this was an asphalt, you know, paved yard. But he just drove around picking up. The magnet would just, you know, set about an inch off the ground and he just drove around. Yep. Drinking his coffee. Well, that's what this guy, except he, nails. they pushed it back and forth and they, yeah. then they'd bend over and grab the nails that they'd picked up and put it in a bucket. And then they'd kind of like, I don't know, it's like a, I don't know, it was probably like two feet wide and about four inches thick and it just big old magnet. Yeah, this on one was wheels. about eight feet wide. Yeah. Just picked up a whole bunch of nails and then. But they're leaving, they're leaving the job site like they found it. Mm-hmm. Maybe even better. That's a that's a good reflection on their work ethic and for the customer that they're not just doing the repair that and, they're there to do. And I told them to leave my grassners.com sign there. Because <laughs> yeah. my grassners.com sign is letting my neighborhood know why my grass is green. Because we know it ain't you making it, it green. It ain't me. I didn't you know, a year ago we didn't have anybody taking care of our yard. We had me and it was just a bunch of weeds and a bunch of, you know, bare spots and it just didn't look good at all. But for whatever reason, Kristen decided she wanted a better looking yard. So I'm like, Hey, if you want to get somebody that knows what they're doing, let's, let's research it. So we got with Nick at grass nerds. He came out and he told us what kind of chemicals that he would do and did the overseed and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, it didn't take, but like three or four months and bam, I look, my yard looks like a gra- like a golf course now. And you know, what's crazy. You could have done that same thing, but you didn't know what you didn't know. Yeah. I don't you know. Still don't know. I, I you just know let them I, do it. I know I don't know what I don't know. Because when somebody's good at something they do, why do you need to try to do it? And they come out just when they're supposed to and spray. And I'm sure this fall they'll want to do the the punching the hole in the ground. What's that called? Aerating. Yeah, aerate. And they'll want to throw out more seed and Aeration. make it look even better. I mean, it's only been half a year. And, and just imagine looks that- oh, just imagine what it's gonna look like in another couple of years. So I leave my grassnerds.com sign. Sticking up that little bitty baby sign, you know, it's a little sign. You got that good Easter egg hunting yard. I do, right now I do. Yeah, right now I do because yeah. all the rain we've had and everything is just growing. We got flowers blooming. You'd be proud of my yard. Which one? The old yard or the new yard? The n- <laughs> either. They're terrible. What happened? They just well, nothing happened. I don't have grass nerds there. That's why. I need did, to get them. Th- I need to get them there. Sell the old house yet? No, not yet. We're, why not? Let's get yeah no because it just happened. The, is, the is, right, it, is it? Hey, let's 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 market it right uh, now. Tracy's okay. got a house for sale. 
It's an Easley. It's mm-hmm. listed for two fourteen nine. Two fourteen nine. It's a four bedroom, three and a half bath. Yeah. Four bedroom, three and a half bath, twenty six hundred square feet. Nice. Two masters, one up, one down. Um, two car garage. Two and car garage. And it's um in the MLS. Big old, big old, nice patio. Got a nice breeze always blowing through. I, I really, truly, not just because I'm trying to sell it, was very impressed by this house and where it sat in the lay, you know, the lay of the land. There's always a breeze. It's really cool. So you got this big patio, covered patio that's like 30 feet long by 20. It's like 20 by 30. And what street is it on? It's on Woodfield driving Wood, easily. Woodfield. So go call your real estate broker. It's got a swimming pool too. But Man. if you don't want a pool, we'll make it go away. You can get rid of a pool. Yeah. Pools can go away easier than they can come yeah. in. Pools pools go away in the same way you get rid of termites. Just write a check. Yeah. You just write a check. Somebody will come fix it. Yeah. Kind of like the same way we clean apartments. Yeah. It's got a nice pool that's fully functional, but I do understand there are buyers out there that want a house that don't want a pool and they want a backyard. I give you the backyard. We talk about your two houses a lot because you've got one house that has a private loan on it that you bought to sell and you just refinanced. I did. I just successfully refinanced my first owner occupied primary residence loan since 2007. Because you've always had a private loan. If you hadn't done the math, that's 10 years ago. The last time I borrowed money from a bank on a house to live in was 10 years ago. We buy and sell, buy and sell, buy and sell, borrow money from a lot of different people in their accounts, IRA accounts, pay them back. Oh, that reminds me. And we've done some multifamily borrowing. I've got $220,000 properties that I need to borrow about seventy five grand a piece on. Okay, wait a minute. You have two properties that are worth $120,000 each. Yeah. That you want me to lend you seventy five each on. Yeah. I can do one or do I have to do both? You can do one. Okay. Can my RA do one and I do one? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pay 8%. Okay. And we're going to get the property fixed up and we're going to sell it and pay you back. Give you a good return on your money. Secure by a property worth, what is that, 25 plus 20, 45,000 more than you're putting in it. And we're going to make some money, me and you. Yeah. What's the LTV percentage? The LTV percentage, I don't know. Whatever, whatever 75 divided by 120 is. Is that a good LTV? I don't know. 60%. Yeah, sixty-two and a half percent. Sixty-two and a half percent LTV. So if something good. terrible happens and you get ownership of this property, you would have bought it for way under the value, which that probably won't ever happen. Right. So if you're interested in that loan, I just happen happen to pop in my head. So it's uh you had an eight six four 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 seventy six fifty. And the other reason I I thought of that is didn't you just pay one of our private lenders back when you refinanced the house you live in it on the lake in yes, Anderson? I did. This this the opposite of the house that you used to live in in Easley that's still got a private lender loan on it. <laughs> yeah, if anybody understood what you just said, yes. So now we got to borrow that money back. Yeah, because guess what? Their interest stopped about a week ago. So we need to focus on that. Yes. Next week we'll sit down in the office, sip on some coffee. We'll get there. We'll get there about ten or eleven. Yeah, yeah. There's I mean, no reason in you know, there's no reason in fighting all that all them people in the mornings. Just n- don't want to rush into the office. No, there's no, no. What's the rush? We'll, you know, we'll put it on our board. It. We'll write it on the board. <laughs> put it on the board. Hey, you, what what do you want to work on today? Let's write it up on the board. Hey, you know, if you want to retire, just start early acting like you're retired. Maybe eventually you'll get there. Well, that's how you become a millionaire by acting like a millionaire. Yeah, if you do what millionaires do long enough, you'll become one. I mean, if you're a million, if you want to be wealthy, 
Do what wealthy people do. Yeah, don't just think about it. You got to act on it. Yeah, do what wealthy people do for a long time. This is, we're not talking about the power of suggestion here. You can't just think it and it happen. Right. So it's like the, the example I give when I'm talking to a new guy that's learning how to buy and sell real estate. Um, I ask them, would a millionaire get out of his chair to go see that property? Because one of the mistakes that a new investor makes is they go look at everything. Oh, someone's got a house for sale. It's it's, it's worth a hundred, and they want a hundred. And well, oh, they forgot to tell me it needs ten thousand in repairs. This is the example that Michael had we met with the other day. She's got somebody that wants to sell a house that we think that we'd have to pay twenty five thirty for it, and she can buy it for fifty. Well, I'm not going to get out of my chair to go look at a house that I need to buy for about twenty five or thirty that the seller won't will take fifty. Right, because after you run all your numbers. And the, the way that particular transaction would pan out, if the stars lined up just perfectly, you could buy the house, fix it, and sell it and make exactly zero. I'm not in the business to make zero. No, I don't mind making zero from time to time. But if I'm going to enter a transaction and know I'm going to make zero, I can just do nothing and make the same zero. We, we can go in the office at 11 and leave at 1 and make zero. Yeah. We don't have to even get there by 10. Mm-mm. But we, when we get there Monday, we'll have to get there at 10 and we'll have to yeah. focus on reborrowing that money because that that money is out there just sitting there yeah i mean like our listeners right now we've got listeners sitting there at their house or driving in their car right now and they've got money in their bank or money in their ira and it's just sitting in their bank account sitting in their ira not keeping up with inflation and not making a return on their money so they should call us so that we can get their money making money so again my phone number is 864-444-7650 if you want to learn how we do what we do, go to my website, jasondillard.com to learn more about that. Um, t- 10 years, 10 of them. Can you believe it? 10 whole years, man. It's been the best couple of years of my life. Yeah. We just, that's a joke. My wife and I have, we've been married 15 years and I, we say, yeah, we were in 15 years and three or four of them. Well, they were awesome. We had three or four awesome years in there scattered uh, in just kind of sprinkled in yeah it wasn't necessarily three or four in a row hey you know what 15 is crystal and if you if in case you didn't know you've been married way more than longer than me uh, right 23 23 years so i don't what's yeah. the 23 year anniversary thing i have no idea i well, probably won't buy it whatever it well, is my anyway. wife tells me what the thing is and the yeah. thing is crystal so um if you're out there listening you've been married for 15 years crystal is the thing so um, Tracy, it's been a good 10 years, man. Been a good 10 years. Thanks. If you want to get in touch with me, go to jasondiller.com or call me at 444-7650. Remember, the biggest reason for failure isn't lack of knowledge or ability. It's in action. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time. <laughs>